When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from three to 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's 12 to three Pacific on Fox sports radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live from, hey, sunny Southern California. Rain has stopped. Wind swept through. Mountains in the background. Mid-60s. Going to get to the 70s by the end of the week. Cali's back. Guess who else is back? Niners are back in the NFC Championship game. They take on the Eagles. And then we got a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game as the Bengals once again travel to Kansas City. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, it's interesting. I, I don't think that Josh Allen played particularly well. Yet today he's not receiving a ton of criticism. Um, I thought Trevor Lawrence played pretty well. 
Uh, Pat Mahomes, obviously, there was the ankle injury. And then uh, you look at the, the Giants. The Giants just got completely overwhelmed. You know, completely overwhelmed. That game was over just about after the coin toss. Man, did the Eagles come out. Their first couple of drives. I mean, I, I think Jalen Hurts is playing very, very well. But, I mean, the throws were so wide open. Like, literally nothing was contested on their first couple of drives. They just marched right down the field. But the talking point when the Cowboys lose is always the Cowboys. Uh, Jay Stu, when the Cowboys lose, what's your emotional reaction? I love it when they lose. I like it when Dak fails. Um, I know he's a good guy and stuff, but what, for whatever reason, I, I, I find myself rooting against the guy. Um, and, of course, last night, watching how things played out with the place kicker and that final play, it was it was fun to watch. It really was. <laughs> fun to watch their misery. What about you there, uh, um, Dan Beyer? You are a Seahawks fan. You cover the league. You work on <clears throat> You work on Sundays, watch these games. What was your emotional reaction when you saw the Cowboys lose? I, I do not hate the Cowboys, and I actually, in a way, was pulling for them because I think it would be a more intriguing story for us um, in this business, but also I just think for the NFL as well. So I was actually disappointed to see that they lost. Uh, I would agree the game would have been had a lot more spice to it. Eagles, Cowboys, they split, divisional rivalries, hatred. You know, nobody, I don't think anybody in Philadelphia, Philadelphia hates everybody and everybody hates them, but there's no direct hate at the Niners. Uh, I, I, actually, this is one where, Ramos, you were cheering, I'm sure, for the, were you cheering for the Cowboys I was. because you hate the Niners? More, yes. I don't, I hate, I, I was, I want to back up. Hate is a is a big word. I don't hate. I don't <laughs> we can hate. Do sport, we can do sports hate. Okay, sports hate. Yeah, sports hate. Yeah, right? it was it was a tough one. Like I, I was like Dan. I was at the end rooting. I was rooting for the kicker to kick a game winning field goal to just stick it in everybody's rear end. Uh, after you know people jumped all over this guy who had a very Pause. good season, except he had one game where he had a little bit of <laughs> of a bad row, and all of a sudden he was the worst kicker in the NFL. And trust me, there's a bad a lot of bad kickers in the NFL. He ain't the only one. Pause um, uh, in, in regards to your comment. Um, oh, okay, what if can, can we establish the term sports hate? Like there is there is hate and then there's sports hate, and these are two different things. Are you guys okay with that? Like in sports, you just hate things, but you don't like hate them, hate them. Or do you actually hate them, hate them? Jace, do you 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 hate on things? Is there a difference between your sports hatred and outright hatred? Yeah, of course. No, that there's there's a difference, okay. no doubt. Okay. Uh, Cowboys losing. It's fun because the Cowboys fans, I think, are just it's like a yearly thing where they they just believe like Charger fans are quite different. We never think we're any good. We think like we're really talented, but we never think we're going to win. It's a lot. You know, it's a lot like um, I just be honest, like Oklahoma State with football, like so used to being bad for so many years that when you're good, like I don't find I don't find Oklahoma State fans to be particularly arrogant. Because there's no, there hasn't been enough success to be arrogant. Cowboys fans seem to be sort of arrogant, yet they haven't been any good in so long. How would you contextualize it, Buyer? Like, what, what in in terms of the Cowboys thing? And again, this with me knowing full well that you're like, I'm cheering for storylines. Cowboys Eagles would have been a better storyline. Why do you think there's such venom towards the Cowboys? Um, Jerry Jones. I, st- I think that Jerry Jones is still a a 
that sort of villain and the, you know, I, I hate to say that guy's my age, but gosh, you know, like that stretch of the three Super Bowls was, I think, in the prime where, where you know, guys in their mid 40s were in their teens and they were just loving football. You know, that's where you're the teenager. And, and so the Cowboys were the team to hate at that point. And Jerry Jones was a big face of that. And I think that continues to this day. I don't know if it's different for different generations. That's what I feel is uh, the reason for my generation. And because Jerry Jones is still there and for the Cowboys' success, even though it was you know, going on 30 years ago, that that still resonates. Um, I think I think there's a lot to I think there's a lot to what you're saying. I think there's a lot of the reason that there's so many cowboy fans is during our childhood they were the best. I also think that Jerry Jones rightfully gets the criticism for breaking up that team because he ran Jimmy like he he was uh, Jimmy Johnson was so so done with him right like that that's fair. Um, but in many ways, as an owner, like he's a front facing owner. Um, I, I, that's something, somebody that you, you should like, right? Like you should like a guy who at least answers questions instead of one of these shadow owners that you never see them. Here's Jerry Jones after the game. This is very uh, sickening to uh, not win tonight. We're sick. We're sick. What did you think? Sick. Here's Dak Prescott on his performance. There's two throws that, that that I can't have. You can't have in the playoffs. You can't have when you're trying to beat a team like that. You can't have on the road. And, um, yeah, no excuses for that. Those are two are 100% on me. All I can think about is right now in this game and how disappointed it is, how disappointed I am in my play, how disappointed I am for the guys in the locker room who played their, who played their asses off and um, we weren't able to get it done. Couldn't have a better answer from a quarterback, which is the issue with Dak is he's great in everything, but he's just not that. I've just never found him to be that good a quarterback. And for his entire career, I have said this. It's like, again, there are times in which he plays really well. He's just not that good a quarterback. You know, he's way better than anyone ever thought he was going to be coming out of Mississippi State. But you go back to his rookie year when they won 13 games, I was the guy saying like, hey, why don't you put Romo back in there? He gives him a better chance to get to and win a Super Bowl. Romo just had some one of that it factor. Just did. Just found a way to make plays. And he did it usually with a with a poor defense, sometimes with a shoddy offensive line. And when Dak came in, he had everything going for him and played well. Dak has, in terms of checking boxes, he checks almost all of them. All the intangible things you want. It's the tangible things that are missing. The start of the year when he went down with an injury, I said, like, look, everybody's worried about playing without him. Like, they're not that good with him because he has to have overwhelming talent. And even then, and we should also give credit to the Niners. Like, that's an awesome defense. We've told you before, I mean, between Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, like, you look on that defense and the offense, that's a special group in terms of the overall talent. I think Brock Purdy's good, but let's be honest, Brock Purdy is, he's the Dak Prescott rookie year, you know, where just get the ball to right places. And maybe he's better at throwing the football than, than Dak was, but they're just such a talented crew and they play to his strengths and they're really, really well coached and they run the football well, especially in the second half. But Dak's right. What's interesting about Dak's um, commentary about himself, things you can't do. I've said that a million times and 
how people will hear it is, oh, you're just too negative about, like, that's how sports people talk. You can't, that doesn't matter. There's no excuses about interceptions. You threw an intercept, you threw two interceptions on bad throws. That's on you. If you just don't turn the football, football over, you give yourself a much greater chance to win the game. And so we're left, you're left with the Dak problem, which is he's under quarterback. You're not trading him. You went all in on him, but he's good to a point. And there's the point. That's the difference between the top tier and that next tier. He's a good quarterback. He's not great. He's a great dude, but the world doesn't necessarily make great dudes automatically winners. That's not the way it works. Yes, Ramos. So, yes, he is not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. But good quarterbacks can win the Super Bowl, but they no need doubt. more talent around them. That, well, they point? also, I mean, like, look, they lost Tony Pollard. They yeah, lost their that kick, didn't help. They, their kicker was basically non-existent until he kicks the, the one field goal. The punter got hurt as well. And you're playing against a really good team. But, like, you, you can't get the ball with two and change to go, full ball to timeouts, and go three and out. Can't do it. Can't, can't, can't possibly do it. Why they're throwing deep on second down, I don't know. You have to get that first first down. You got to get the thing moving. And maybe the philosophy is we'll take a shot early that way. If we don't get it, we kick, we kick the ball, we get it back or whatever, which, which they end up doing. I mean, it took it took a brain fart from the Niners not getting out of bounds on a first down run <laughs> to even get them back to ball. There were so many brain farts at the end of that game. Like, what do you? Everyone knows stay in bounds, except Mitchell, who played well in the second half. I don't know. I I think that uh, Brandon Staley, when he saw that play, was like called Tom Telesco. Was like, we need to have this guy on our team, a guy that stops the clock <laughs> instead of keeps the clock going. That was that was a that was a bad. One. I mean, look, Dalton. They, they get the ball back. How about Dalton Schultz nonchalant to get out of bounds? So he gets hit. Four uh, progress is nullified. They run the clock. Then the very next pass, like he doesn't get his right foot down, kind of just steps out of bounds. Like, oops, my bad. Like two on Dalton Schultz. Like, again, doesn't mean that they would have completed a hail mary, but you have no chance before that last play. Dak taking the sack with two forty. Greg Olson was spot on and pointing out. That now you got to get your punt team on, and you have to figure out a way to get this punt off before the two minute warning. So you get the extra timeout. Yes, and they didn't. And, and, well, they did because I think it was Ray Ray McLeod who caught the punt way for right. a fair catch with like two oh six to go or something like that. So if you just let the ball bounce, it probably runs to right, under. Right. Yeah, right. it, it, it was it was it was like. It was like dumb and dumb around. Yes, there. yes. <laughs> it was dumb and dumb around. They're like, they barely get the kickoff. It should have gone to the two minute warning. Raymond McLeod gets a fair catch. Like, what are you doing? Then the Niners get the first down and don't get out of bounds. <laughs> like, and then the Cowboys get the ball back. And the, the, why they're rolling him out the first play instead of what they did the second and third down, which is just throw the ball to Schultz out there in the flat and get out of bounds, just kind of matriculate the ball down the field till you get to the 40 or 50, and then you take a deep shot. And then Schultz doesn't get out of bounds, instead gets hit, so the clock runs, and then he doesn't catch the ball the next one because he doesn't put his right foot down. Like, it was a comedy of errors. It was such poorly played football at the end in terms of the little things of football like you. So, like, we had a game... I had a high school softball game I coached last week, and it's like the second game. It's a scrimmage game of the season, and and there was a couple of plays where we should have went home, but we didn't. And I chalk it up to the fact maybe you do too, Doug, which is ah, you know, we had a couple of practices so far. We're not really you know, the season's just beginning, but now you're talking about a team that's played an entire season or two teams. We're in the playoffs. 
How are plays like that? Those are like plays you make like in the first, like in preseason games, the first week of the season. Oh, you know, I didn't get out of bounds. No biggie. It's just the second game of the year. But now it's like the what the 18th or 19th game of the season, and you have both you, Dan and, and Jason, have given us like seven plays <laughs> that occurred that should be not happening. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. What does that say? Pro- I mean, is that bad coaching? Is that just like a lot of pressure that the guy is Great. just like? It's eh. a, it's a, I mean, I I think there's a lot of little things missing in in. I I don't. I mean, like if you're the coaching and are allowing it. Um, the best coach at that stuff I've seen. Do you guys remember when the Titans beat the Patriots? It was Brady's last game as a Patriot. If you remember in that game, like Vrabel did everything in his power to give as little time to Tom Brady to be on the football field in that game. There was like all kinds of little things that they know, like all different sorts of rules that they, they know. I think it's coaching. I just do. I think a lot of times we coach big things when little things can win you and lose you games. Um, you know, it's some of the st- some of the stuff you got to learn at a lower level. But yeah, like you gotta you gotta learn it. You gotta be taught it. You know, I mean, in many ways, that last play is a microcosm of it. like they they drew up some creative play of getting Zeke on the field, and then they forgot the fact that you could just knock Zeke into next week by having him play center. <laughs> painful and conversely conversely the eagles like i I, nick sirianni annoys the crap out of me like he's i (laughs) agreed Agreed. i I, i'm like what is wrong with you dude what like literally you're like a fanboy out there you're like grabbing your nuts and you know the chain gang is talking to you the the ref is like you can't be down here and he starts cursing him out like everything about him is annoying on the other hand they look incredibly prepared. Like the dismemberment of the Giants, that was, they just, they, they didn't, they didn't chop them up. They just cut them into a million pieces. Like that had to be so painful for the Giants. There wasn't one single play, those first couple of drives, that was a negative play. Like it was incredible how much better they were than the Giants. Um, but I, I mean, you know, again, I do think pressure brings some of that on. I think, you know, inexperience in, in situations, I think some of it is coaching, some of his team leadership, you know, you got it like Brock Purdy, you got to go like, Hey dude, you get a first down, stay in bounds, stay in bounds. Like Dalton Schultz, like, dude, you play a lot of football. You don't know that you have to get forward momentum. Instead, you let your foot off the gas. I think a lot of that is that, you know, you just, you let things go, you let things slide and that's what happens. But it, as as Dan Byer pointed out, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't one team. It was both, and there was just a lot of brain flatulence all over the football field. All over the field. Man, are the Niners good? Man, is Pat Mahomes and and the and the and the Chiefs good? What a win for the Bengals. We even talked about the Bengals. We need to talk something about them. And then the Eagles were utterly and completely dominant. No matter how annoying Nick Sirianni is, and he is annoying. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every single day, Southern California. Welcome in. You. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And we're broadcast live at that Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, pass, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. The way tire buying should be. Um, look, when the Cowboys lose, it becomes overwhelming news, right? They're, they're just the most polarizing team in the sport. And that's the way it is. But I, I don't. And we, we'll talk a lot about the Chiefs throughout the week because the Chiefs are awesome, have been awesome. And as I've said, like, kind of amazing, the Pat Mahomes thing. Here he is a game away again from playing in the Super Bowl. And when you thought previously, like, Tom Brady, 10 Super Bowls, never be replicated. Now you're like, okay, maybe Pat Mahomes, I don't know. You know, Niners are a good story. What happened to the Bills is interesting. But I'd also point out that the, the Cincinnati Bengals 
are a fascinating story. Um, what I what I would encourage you to do is to Twitter search people saying that Joe Burrow should not go to the Bengals, that he should pull an Eli Man. Do you guys remember any of that? There was legit discussion about, <clears throat> I don't know, legit discussion. There were people that cover the sport saying they they sh- that Joe Burrow should not play for the Bengals. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? If you go back four seasons ago, four seasons ago, Zach Taylor's first year as head coach, they were an abject disaster. Disaster. Uh, They were 30th in offense, 25th in terms of points against in defense. And that's really only because the last two games of the year, uh, they actually won the last game against the Cleveland Browns when the Browns were going to the playoffs, and they they lost to the Dolphins in overtime. But that's the only reason that they had any, because going into those last two weekends games, they had statistically the worst defense in the history of the sport. Fast forward, and same Zach Taylor that was 2-14, and 14, and then 4-11-1 his second season. Last year went to a Super Bowl. This year, going back to the AFC Championship game, going back against the Kansas City Chiefs, the team they beat in Kansas City last year to go to the Super Bowl. Crazy stuff, right? I mean, I, I when I think of all of these different stories, like the Bengals being right there is kind of maybe the most impressive. They had three backup linemen. Burrow will run, will move, but it's not like he's Lamar back there. He's torn an ACL. His first year as a starter, he had more. He took more sacks than anybody in the sport. Like, there's just a lot. There's a lot to it. There, a ton to it. I don't know. Byer, um, is it? Do we just all say Burrow and Jamar Chase because the defense was outstanding, outstanding? Burrow does have that. I mean, he's he is a 23 version of Joe Montana. Have you seen the video of him with the throw in the in in warmups where he threw it and then kind of in slow motion he spins around no looks and it, it lands in his wide receiver's hands? No, I, I have not. Worth uh, oh, it's worth looking at. I I think that I think a lot of it does have to do with with Joe Burrow. And you're right. Like there are there are pieces like their secondary is is very good. They you know brought in Trey Hendrickson, I believe. I believe it was last year. So I think this is his second year when he came over from the uh, came over from the Saints. So like they've they've made good moves, but I mean he is the catalyst, you know, of this of this whole thing. Um, you know, Jamar Chase just in his second year. Like there's just yeah, there's a lot there, but I just it so branches off of of Burrow. And it's funny because when you look at the Bills, like their their strength is Josh Allen. Like when you really look at like where they are and where they were at the end of the year, like that, it was either Josh Allen was going to throw the football or he was going to run the football, but that's what they have. The Bengals, like Burrow, was really good yesterday, but Joe Mixon ended up running the football. Uh, Chase had the touchdown, you know, found Hayden Hurst, and then the Bengals defense was able to stop them. But it's still, it just, it still starts with Joe Burrow. It it really does, and he's so much of uh, such a key part of that. 
I agree. Let's welcome in Solomon Wilcox, who's covered the league forever. Of course, he played for the Cincinnati Bengals as his defensive back. I, I, I don't want to undersell how good the defense was and how important they are. But, I mean, look, you've been in NFL teams. How important is that quarterback to the whole thing, even making the defense better just because of the confidence the defense has in him in the way in which he leads and plays? Oh, it's, it's paramount. He's the force multiplier. There's no doubt about it. I mean, think about it. The first 52 years of the franchise, they win five postseason games. I was part of three of those wins. Um, he's been there only three years, and in two seasons he's won five and still adding. So he's already the all-time leading a quarterback when it comes to postseason victories. This guy's going to own every record. Um, before it's all said and done. And, hey, look, the Bengals did have two future, I mean, past MVPs at the quarterback position in Kenny Anderson and Boomer Esiason. So you're not talking chopped liver there, but he's just a difference maker. He's he's changed the entire team, the entire town. And um, he's got a poise about him. He's got a way about him that um, I think raises the confidence level of, of fun in the organization, not just the locker room. Coaching staff, front office, everyone. That's why they spent seventy million dollars to try to get a line to protect them because they value him that much. Um, what what has changed with this defense, though? Like Zach Taylor's first year, they were an abject disaster. How'd they go about building it to where they can go on the road and and do the damage they did to the Bills? Luana Romo was the first thing to do, and they brought him in. I think a lot of people knew what we had. I know we know what we have in him now. He's one of the best when it comes to um, giving quarterbacks one look to have. He comes with two game plans. He's going to give you another plan that looks completely different in the second half. That's why you saw in that game Sunday, the Bills scored only seven points in the first half, only three points in the second half. Um, Josh Allen completed only 59% of his passes, didn't even throw a touchdown pass. One rush, two touchdown, but only rushed for uh, 25 yards in the entire game. So uh, three and outs were the Bills in their first two offensive possessions. Part of the reason why the Bengals got out to such a great lead, yeah, Joe Burrow was hot, had the hot hand clicking to score 14 points, but the defense got him the ball right back. So they went three and out, did the Bills in those first two possessions. By the time they even looked up, it was 14 nothing. Uh, to answer your question, you know, you guys mentioned Trey Hendrickson, who's been off. Sam Hubbard was a guy that had already been drafted when Zach Taylor arrived. The signing of, B, of DJ Reader, I got to tell you, was so critical. This guy is a dude now. He can't block him. I know the Bills couldn't block him. And last year they traded it just before the start of training camp, for the start of last season, they traded their first-round pick center, Billy Price for DJ Reader, or excuse me, for BJ Reader, who came from the Giants, where Lou Anaromo already had coached him over there and knew who he was and what he was about. Vaughn Bell, during the 2020 season, Joe Burrow's first year, I saw him become a tone setter. This defense has been different ever since that Monday night game when nobody expected them to beat the Steelers. He was laying guys out all over the place. And they've been a freaking unit ever since then. I think he and Jesse Bates make up for one of the best safety candles in the league. Milton came over from the Steelers 
in free agency. He's been a huge difference maker. I think he's one of the best nickel corners in the NFL. Uh, they've been hitting gyms over there, but I think people are finding out these guys have a mentality. There are two inside linebackers, Doug, Jermaine Pratt, and Logan Wilson. I wouldn't trade them for anybody. I'll take those two guys over any two linebackers playing together on any other team. Wow. Um, what about Kansas City this year? Last year they went in and beat them. Kansas City's different this year without Tyreek Hill. Mahomes obviously coming off of, of an ankle sprain, but um, I'm sure he'll be fine and ready to go. What do you think of this version of Kansas City versus this version of Cincinnati? You know, the Bengals already beat this version of the Chiefs. They beat them week 13. By the same score, they beat them in, in the playoffs, 27 to 14. They In overtime in the playoffs, um, they beat them going back to last year in 2021. They were down 14 points in the regular season, came back and won that game. They were down uh, 17 points in the playoff game. The AFC Championship game came back and beat them. And then this year, um, on a really critical play, balls thrown, or excuse me, Travis Kelsey, Jermaine uh, Pratt strips him up off. It was indicative of the way this defense has played, Doug, all season. Every single game, every single week, it's some iconic takeaway, some iconic turnover. They didn't start that with Sam Hubbard's 98-yard um, record-setting return in the playoff game against the Ravens. They've been doing it every week. They did it to Tom Brady. They did it to the Patriots uh, when they forced the Ramondre Stevens fumble um, to seal the deal. This defense is ballers, man. They're, they all follow and take a page from Joe Burrow. I call him the baby-faced assassin because he looks like an innocent. But I'm telling you, man, he'll break your heart. No, he will absolutely positively break your heart. Uh, Salman, last thing. Uh, Dak wasn't great yesterday, threw two bad picks. He was critical of himself. But you know how this world works. When it's the Cowboys and they lose, it's everybody's got their pitchforks out trying to, try, trying to, trying to run guys off. Uh, what do you think of the Cowboys and maybe more specifically their quarterback moving forward? Everybody plays a hand in this, right? Um, think about it. Dak. Um, the one interception, Michael Gallup, man, he stopped at the top of the round. He doesn't drive back to the ball. He allowed the defender to become the receiver. Every single coach will tell you, once the receiver hit the top of the round, you got to work your way back to the ball. He never did. He stopped. And so it made his quarterback look bad. We saw interceptions like this. didn't happen on every interception Dak threw, but it happened on a lot. This Starts in the front off. When you take a receiver like Amari Cooper out of the mix and force the quarterback to have to live with guys who not as polished in the route running game, uh, I've seen C.D. Lamb turn it down um, and, and, you know, supposed to cut across the face of the defender, but no, he goes around him and now the ball gets picked off. It's happened all season. These receivers and Dak, they it starts with the receivers. Then Dak had a bad read on the second pick. And Jimmy Ward cut in front of it because he was staring CeeDee Lamb down and Frank uh, and Fred Werner came up with the inter, uh, interception off the tip. Uh, he had uh, another receiver down the middle of the field, but he tries to force it into CeeDee Lamb because that's his guy. But he's not reading it out. He's 
not reading out the coverages as well as he had been um, in previous years. So he's got to get back back to work and uh, get his get his mo. Dak is better than this. He's never been a high interception thrower. Never as a rookie. The guy only had four picks and started all sixteen games. So um, I, I feel encouraged by him. But what do they do with Tony Pollard? He's a free agent. There are a lot of guys who are free agents on this team. And I I thought when they didn't replace Amari Cooper with anyone, and maybe the money was too rich, but they didn't realize what they had there. And that's kind of polished players that they need to win in big games like yesterday. No reason you should lose a game to a team with a rookie quarterback, okay? You've got to be able to make them pay. And they couldn't make them pay. Solomon Wilcox, of course, he's a longtime Bengal and a star with the Bengals. Of course, longtime NFL analyst. I remember he played in the Super Bowl with, with the Bengals. Solomon, thanks so much for joining us. Unbelievable insight and feel. Thanks. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you, Doug. Take care now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. 
Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. That call is our progressive play of the day. Progressives making things easier. They'll help you bundle your home, car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's on uh, 49ers Radio Network, KNBR. Um, I, I feel like, do you guys remember Nick Sirianni's opening press conference? It was one of those, who, who did they hire? Right. And especially if you're going to hire somebody in Philadelphia who was replacing, you know, you're replacing a coach who had won a Super Bowl, like Nick Sirianni, he seemed completely overwhelmed. Now, here's a guy that was in the Chiefs organization, spent a couple years in the Chargers organization as well, was, was their wide receivers coach. That's where he happened upon Shane Steichen. Remember, Shane Steichen was. Uh, he called plays his last half season with the Chargers before they got fired. Then he goes to Indiana, Indianapolis. He's their offensive coordinator. And kind of out of nowhere, right, because he was in Indy, and um, when he was in Indy, that was when they went through the Jacoby Brissett year. When they, they had Andrew Luck, then they had Jacoby Brissett, then they had Phillip Rivers. And then he gets to the Eagles job after they fired Doug Peterson. And all of a sudden now, not only does he have a winner on his hands and he's done a really good job or is that whatever, but I mean, the sideline persona is one of like, you would think he's won 10 Super Bowls. He does feel like Philadelphia, but man, is there, it's not a chip. There's like a bag of chips on his shoulder. It's a, it's a weird persona for an NFL coach. And I'm, I'm, I, while I'm being critical and telling you it's like an ear, like what is with this guy? I will say that, you know, teams embody their coach and it seems to be working. Byer, how would you describe the Nick Sirianni experience from your perspective? It, it took an interesting twist for me. Remember when they beat the Colts earlier this year in a close game and it was after uh, Frank Wright got fired and Nick Sirianni was yelling at the Colts fans like that was for Frank Reich, and 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 it it wasn't like they put it on him, you know, forty four to ten. Like it was it was a close game, and uh, they they were fortunate to win. And it was it just to me was was very odd because yes. it was just like I understand that uh, you know they they had a relationship and obviously Sirianni, as you mentioned, was in Indianapolis um prior to being the Eagles head coach. But it was just I don't I don't think that anybody thought like that was the that was the Frank Reich revenge game. And and for some reason like he didn't. It just for me was like out of nowhere, as John Ramos likes to say a lot, mm, okay. That that's that's how I felt when Nick Sirianni was like yelling at the Colts fans. So even on the heels of you mentioned that that opening press conference and then yeah there's this there's this fake tough guy sense I get when I see him on the sidelines um 
Yeah, that's that's my my take on Sirianni. Yeah, he's a it's a weird deal. Um, Jay Stu, what do you think? I think that's it. I you know what? The more you guys talk, the more I think that like there's always that guy, that friend, or that person you went to school with that was like that just didn't handle the su- success well. Like you you gave him a little bit of success in whatever he was doing, and he just became an even more aggravating person than he than he was. And I think that's what it is. I think he he's been given a lot of success here, and now we're seeing what happens when Nick Sirianni uh, experienced success. There isn't a whole lot of humility there. It's a weird one. It, it's it's just in your face, and and I don't know how genuine it is. Maybe he's just attempting to take on the Philadelphia persona. I think I think that's what it is. Here here he was talking about Jalen Hurts. I know this is high praise, but to have him out there is like having—I uh, nah, shouldn't even go there—but like he's having like Michael Jordan out there. Like he's your leader. He's your leader. He's your guy. He's your like, like that's the, hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him. Uh, compare, <laughs> comparing to his ability to being on the field uh, to a, to a Michael Jordan type. Like this guy leads. He brings this calmness to the to the entire team he plays great football um he's tough as 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 they come yeah i mean to me there ain't nobody has played any better football than him this year i i don't even know what like the michael jordan one is so out of out of has has zero to do with the parallel that he drew right like do i think jalen hurts is if he wants to say jalen hurts has played better than everybody else that's fine there's nothing wrong with that how it becomes a Michael Jordan comparison is so bizarre, right? Because I don't think anybody ever accused Michael Jordan of being like world's greatest like leader. He's just, there's no, that's not the guy I would, but again, it, it just feels like the whole thing's kind of thrown together. And we should point out, like it is working. They're a really good team. They play very hard. They play with great physicality. They rally to the ball. They're running an offense that totally works for Hertz. I mean, I think Steichen should be getting a lot more praise. He's done an amazing job of play calling. Yes, John Ramos. Wasn't the and I know Seriati's comment is not exactly the same, but of course he's using Michael Jordan, the comparison of Michael Jordan. Wasn't there another coach like last year or year before that that also used their player as like this guy's Michael Jordan? I, uh, I can't remember well, who D- Dabo Sweeney I said was, it about Deshaun that's right. Watson. That's of. what it was. Yes. The comparison to Michael why, Jordan. Why are we doing? Why are we doing this? <laughs> why, you can only we, go down from there, right, Doug? I mean, you, plus, you, like, what? Like, how does it make any sort of sense? You know, how does it make any sense? I don't. I don't get any of it. I, I really don't. I really don't get any of it. I don't understand that. Would it be better if he compared him to like a, a football, football player? player? Okay. Yeah, a football player. Quarterback? This guy's like a Joe or, Montana. Or, or, or why do you have to like again? Why do you even have to make a comparison? Like sure. That dude is a leader. He's incredible. He's tough. He's gotten better. You know, he's he's just playing great football. I have complete trust in him. That's all you have to say. <laughs> there, there's something like if you take the flip side of it, like Bill Belichick. Like if you were to say, "Hey, Bill, uh, you know who does who does Lane Johnson remind you of?" And then Bill would talk oh, about like, you know, well, you go back to the Giants and we had a guy I love tackle, yeah, Parcells, or- and you know. Yeah, exactly. Or it'd be like, you know, a guy in the 62 Eagles, you know, and then he would talk <laughs> about it and then you'd be like, wow, Lane Johnson is really, really good. And Bill, uh, you know, Bill Belichick just talked about this guy from 60 years ago that I had no idea existed, yet somehow I believe it. Like it's, 
I mean, there, there are opposite ends of the spectrum. Like Jordan was used to, because the the depth of the categories or the players, the player pool was very shallow. Yes, um, like it, I'm it, finding it greatness. Feels, the whole thing, the whole thing feels like he's in character, doesn't it? And and the thing about being in character is you got to sometimes come out of that character or you become kind of that character. And that's the part that he feels like he's, he's become like, I'm sure Nick Sirianni at home was like the nicest, greatest dude ever, you know? And then all of a sudden he becomes head coach of the Eagles. He's like, you know, I kind of got to kind of got to Philadelphia it up, kind of got to find a persona like, all right. But now it's like, so it's, it's almost like he's like a WWE wrestler become coach. I've never seen anything like this. Yelling at fans, yelling at line judges, yelling across the field at the other team, their coach. Like, what are you doing, dude? Literally, you've won one playoff game as a coach. One. You know? You got a really, really good team. The one thing we will find about sports, and I think Bayer said this. You were talking about humble, being humble. Like, sports will humble your ass in a second. You know, so ah, that one's a, it's just so odd. Like, what is that guy's deal? And I can't tell you how many people, I, I would guess all of us have either said it, <clears throat> sat next to somebody who said it, or gotten a text from a buddy who's watched it that has said, what is the deal with the Eagles coach? Buyer, yes, no? Yes, yes. Jason Stewart? Yes. I mean, and, and I think there are bad, there, we always talk about the bad losers, but he's like a bad winner. Yeah, like he's yes. getting worse the better they get. I think. Love that. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And I don't think again, I don't, I don't put that off on the players or whatever. But like, and it doesn't affect winning and losing. Anybody who says like doesn't affect winning and losing, but it sure makes in, it a lot more enjoyable when a team loses. And there should be no. I don't. I feel see very little, very few negatives with the Eagles, but this is bringing on negatives. Let's get to Dan Byer. Get your quick update. Dan, what do you got? I hope CBS does a piece on Championship Weekend about the family in Indianapolis that Nick Sirianni yelled at that this was for <laughs> Frank Reich and to That's see so how they're funny. doing at this point. And so they should put him in a suite where it's snowing and you can't see any of the family members' faces like all day yesterday with Hamlin. <laughs> That's, Trust me, yeah. DeMar Hamlin is up there. Or maybe not. We don't know. Cause but it's let's snow. keep cutting to it because it's it. he's there. <laughs> that. Man, I even argued yesterday that I felt the snow hampered Bills Bengals. I know people loved it because all oh, winter, this is awesome. But you had two high powered offenses playing on ice skates, it felt like. I don't know if we got the true test. But I do think the better team ended up winning. See championship game set Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Kansas City Chiefs and obviously Nick Sirianni and those Eagles taking on the 49ers. It is funny because Cincinnati already printing out T-shirts on the Joe Burrow comment that he made to Tracy Wolfson following last night's game. This was Joe Burrow after the win over the Bengals in the AFC Divisional Playoffs. We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC Championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. (laughs) And there are now there are now T-shirts saying you better 
better send those refunds uh, being sold in Cincinnati. Yeah. The turnaround very, very quick when it comes to Joe Burrow's line to Tracy Wolfson. Yeah, those, those things aren't hard. I've seen all those. Uh, you ever seen those online hacks where you can have other people print your shirts and then you pretend like you sell them? I don't know. Um, I, I think I want to do that. Everything I see on TV, then make it into a shirt the very next moment and see how many you can sell. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. I tried. It, it, I tried uh-huh. to get John Ramos shirts once. I went to a store, uh, a John Ramos show shirt because I just wanted five of them, <laughs> and they said <laughs> they said that I would need to like order one. Yeah, you have to do bulk. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, like, I don't. And know you couldn't. Doing. You don't think you could have sold the other ninety five of them? <laughs> I, I was not willing to take the risk. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Well, good try. You tried to do tackle twill on it. That's what I said. <laughs> Try to, try to do tackle twelves. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I have a quick aside. Okay, quick aside on things. Have you guys noticed? Like, I know Avatar's out. Have you any of you guys seen Avatar? My, Hayes saw Avatar. He liked it, but it's I have out. not. No, I saw the um, on Friday night. Christina and I watched the first one in anticipation of us seeing the movie over the weekend, and we just never got to it. <laughs> it was, it was too long. It was so You're long. Like, oh, God, no, no, so no. We we saw the movie but in in chunks, but. We just never saw the sequel. At some point, we're going to get the new one. At I know. What point. I'm saying is the first one is yeah. so long, and then you're like, you just, so long. You have, it is. It's like I only have so many hours in which I can watch a, a movie per weekend. Whenever you say I saw a movie in chunks, that yeah. mo- yeah. it's probably not a good- The movie Blue Chunks is what John's <laughs> thinking. Yeah. I like chunks in ice cream, not chunks in movies. <laughs> not in movies? Okay. Isn't it weird, though, that like, and Bayer, you can detest to this because you, you are a binger. Like, you watch series. Like- you would rather it was. It's like almost like you'd rather watch three episodes of Pick Your Show than watch one movie. Yes, did watch a movie last night though. Whoa, hold on, that's breaking news. Can we get a breaking news sounder? Dan Byer watched a movie last night. What'd you watch? Uh, well, no. <laughs> it was. It was give you that. That's all I'll give you. That it was Top Gun on CBS. Yeah, CBS had it. Nice. So, yes. The new Top Gun or the old Top Gun? The old one. The old one. It was on eight thirty to eleven. And Wait a so, minute, you, you watched it with commercials and stuff? Yes. The old school way. Wow. <laughs> they made wow. that thing two and a half hours. Oh my gosh, that had to be painful. I'll give you a hint. Kelly McGillis doesn't return okay. in the second movie. All right. There you go. Have you seen the pictures of Kelly McGillis? I have not, no. But I know she's not in the second version. Or the, the sequel. That would be why. Oh no. Oh, Just saying, like, Tom Cruise, I mean, obviously really good surgeons, but... Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, look, the guy looks relatively similar to how he looked, you know, 25 years ago when the first one came out, or 30 years ago. How old is that movie? It was 86, 85. I believe. Or 85? Okay. This is, by the way, this 38. is why it's a good movie, watch by movies. Because when he does watch a movie, he watches it on network TV, which cuts out sex scenes, cursing, and adds in commercials. <laughs> Who would ever want to watch another movie after that? How was it, Dan? Did you like it? Yeah, it was all right. Okay. Did, did you ever see the thing about Tom Cruise's teeth? Ever, no, tell me. It's like he's got like a center tooth. Like his two front teeth aren't centered with his nose. Oh yeah, no, I know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought that that was <laughs> that was actually I thought there was like a I thought there was like a, a 20 for 20 on his teeth. Like, wow, what, no. what do tell? Like he's got three front teeth instead of two <laughs> or one. I guess it would be just the one. It looks like a metal stand. Is there's one big one, and then there's second place, and then yes. next to it, and then the gold, gold medal silver. winner is clearly yes. trying to be ahead yes. of the silver and the bronze, right? 
Oh. We used to say that about people's teeth. Like, it looks like a sorority photo. Everybody's just trying to get in on the photo there. Like, you need to spread those suckers out. So where were you going to the Avatar thing? I was just, I, like, we, we were looking for a movie to go see this weekend, and we're like, there's nothing out. Well, we it's, it's award season, so it's all, the, it's all the snooty movies. It's all the, you know. There's literally nothing I want to go see. Like what, what happened to uh, Top Gun was was good. It was worth the wait. Yes, it was. A, it, was it was good. It was. Yeah. Avatar yeah. is good. But like, man, we just have like one movie out that you want to go see. And then did you see, was it Edwards that's shutting down now? They yes. Shut down a bunch Regal. Of the, Regal. The Regal is the name of the. Yeah. Not, they're not all shutting down, but a lot of them are. Yes. Yes. Chapter 11. What about Me- what about Megan? You're not a horror fan. That's been... I can't watch horror movies. OK. Have you ever heard my thing on horror movies? Uh, probably. I just, but, look, all of the senses, all the different things, you know, like fear, joy, uh, love, whatever. Like, I have enough parts of my life where it's like fear. Like, things <laughs> I can, I have a daughter that drives and rides horses and jumps over, like, you know, almost a meter and a half high stuff. Like, I got fear there. You know, I got, I have plenty of things in life to fear. I, I don't need to watch a movie to be scared to death out of it. You know, I just, I don't, I don't like horror movies. I don't. There's nothing comfortable to horror. Plus, I think it's like planting seeds in, in, in evil people's minds. Like, oh, I never thought of killing somebody that way. <laughs> looking to turn, looking to turn a, a small bet into a big payday with DraftKings Sportsbook same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets for one game. Download the app. Sign up the code Gottlieb. Get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sport for sportsbook for details. I cannot believe Buyer watched a movie on network TV. That is amazing. That's amazing. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.